Welcome to the Digital Lactation Podcast, a place for you to feel seen, heard, and empowered along your lock journey. I'm your host and digital lactician, Jocelyn Renee. Welcome to another episode. I'm so grateful for your presence. And I just have to say this episode will be dedicated to anyone that is considering starting locks. So if you already have locks, please share this episode with a friend who's been thinking about it, been on the fence. Um, This is going to be exactly what they need. And don't tap out because I absolutely need you here in solidarity. So I want you all to show up in the comments, okay? As I am sharing the tips that I have for those that are on the fence about starting locks because something, I feel like it was low-key traumatic happened um, today. I want you to be in the comments, sharing your experience, sharing your advice, and really advocating for uh, the topic. If you uh, saw the the headline, it says, start your lock, sis, and I mean it. All right? So that is what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be showing up for the community of women or men that are thinking about starting locks, but just haven't um, haven't made the commitment um, for reasons we'll get into. Uh, but, f- but before we get into that, um, I do want to shout out the community. Shout out to my Lock Goals Club. Shout out to my Digital Text Club. And just shout out to my YouTube family for subscribing to the channel, for being here, for helping us to grow together. Um, we are 57,000 strong, something like that. So thank you so much for hitting that subscribe button and helping to cultivate this community. Like it is so important that we have a space for holistic hair care, not just the cute little styles, not just the um, making it shiny and, and slick down. Like we're really growing inside and outside our locks our persons included. So shout out to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Check in in the comments. Let's probably start there. Like who is here with us tonight? Share your name um, and share where you're uh, where you're at. Um, for those of you that may be new, again, my name is Jocelyn Renee and I am in Maryland, PG County, Maryland. So shout out to the DMV area. I have a hair care line. Crown Elements, which is a holistic hair care um, brand for locks specifically, like we are formulated for locks. And I mentioned that because um, as of late, I have been fulfilling the order. So if you've placed an order over the past two, three weeks, your girl's been girls been back there doing the orders um, because we're growing. And so I am hiring and training new staff. But anyway, so I'm doing the orders. I'm also doing the drop-off of the orders, taking some orders to the post office. And as I'm putting all of these orders on the counter, this woman comes up to me. Well, she she's already there. She's at the counter. She works there. She's like, oh my gosh, like what, what do you do? Like, what is all of this? And I'm like, they're hair care products. Um, she's like, people must love them. I'm like, yeah, like um, I make products for locks. And she's like, oh my gosh, like I've always wanted locks. I've really been thinking about getting them, um, but I just can't do it. And you know me, I'm like, wait, why, why not? Like now is the time. Start your locks. 
And she's like, I can't do it. You know, I work here. It's, I work in the government and, you know, people are going to see me. Like, I don't, I don't know what to expect. And like, I don't know, I don't even know anything about locks. So I just can't do it. And my heart hurt for her experience because I know how beautiful this journey is. So um, if you currently have locks or have started a lock journey and you felt like this experience with having locks was something you wish you would have done sooner, press a one in the comments. Do you wish you had started your locks sooner than you did? Press the one. And if you're like, nah, I started that at the right time, press the two. And for both ones and twos, share what age you were when you started, because this was a woman of a particular age. And I find that a lot of times um, the more mature the person is, the less likely they are to take the, I feel like the word is risk, but really it's the, the opportunity to start something new with their hair. Um, and I see all in once. You wish you would have started it sooner, right? Like it's a beautiful journey. So I felt for her and, you know, in that moment, I couldn't give her all the things, but I want this video to be that resource for anyone that's thinking about starting locks with feeling like they can't do it. So I have, what is this? One, two, three, four, five, five, five. Like, I think I know these are the five things that she needed to like hear. And so I know somebody else needs to hear this, okay? The first question that I feel like people have when they're considering starting locks is do I need a loctician and how do I find one? What do you think in the comments? Do you believe that you need a loctician to start locks? Let's get a three if you believe you need a loctician or uh, four, if you're like, nope, you don't need a loctician. You can start these locks. Do you need a loctician to start your lock journey? If you're asking me, which I, I, maybe you, 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 might, you, might want, you might want some input here. Um, and as a retired loctician, um, but still your digital loctician forever and always, I, my answer is yes. And hear me out. Hear me out. All, all the force that's like, nope, nope, you don't need a loctician. Hear me out. I believe you do need a loctician in your lock journey. But no, I won't say that. You do need a loctician to start your lock journey because the role and responsibility of a loctician is not just to do your hair. It's to offer you guidance. It's to help you understand what stage your hair is in. It is to support you um, verbally, to uplift you, to encourage you, to help you with products and understanding your hair, helping you to understand the process. Those are just like the bare minimums that come with being a loctician. And for those of you that DIY, you do your own locks, you do need a loctician because you have become your own loctician. You became your loctician. More, I, I would dare to say you are here in this community 
because you were seeking knowledge about how to care for your locks and you found your digital lock kitchen. <laughs> and I strive to help you do that. I strive to help you become your own loctician. That is my goal. So do you need a loctician? Yes, absolutely. Can you become your own loctician? For sure. If you don't want to be your loctician, you can check resources out like certifiedlocticians.com. Talk to people you see at the post office and the streets. Ask them where they get their locks done. There are an abundance of locticians. There's an abundance of lock salons, but there's very few salons and locticians that focus on holistic hair care. I get that. I understand that. I'm doing my very best to help convert salons to this type of philosophy because it's what we're going to need in the future. I know being all holistic and natural, it's just cute kind of right now, but having the slick down baby hairs and all that stuff, that's on trend right now. Everybody wants that. Everybody wants to have locks down their back. Everyone has the baby hairs with their locks. Everyone wants them to look super neat. It's trending. It's a trending thing. Okay. Because when the hair starts falling out and breaking and the locks start thinning, they're going to be like, oh, why do I fix my locks? What's the natural way to do it? And they're going to come to the holistic side. So don't follow the trends. Just start start where, where, where you're headed. Start with something that's going to last. So holistic hair care is where it's at. If I can say stuff, I'm say stuff myself. So all that to say, you do need a loctician. All right. So would you agree? Would you agree that you need a loctician to start your locks? All my fours, I'm talking to you. Do you switch your four to a three? Need a loctician? Let me know. The next thing or the next big question I feel like a lot of people have when it comes to um, starting locks or being on the fence about starting locks is what am I going to use in my hair? Like, I don't know, like one, the woman literally, she's like, I don't really do my hair right now. I don't know what to put in it. I just kind of throw it up in a ponytail and just, this is just how I look. And I get it, right? We, we haven't really been taught about hair care. We've been marketed to about our hair. Our hair has for a very long time, been rooted in a European standard of beauty. That's all we saw, having the hair straight, having it flowing, having it shiny. It's not necessarily how our hair operates. It defies gravity. It has a sheen to it. Um, and it is more abundant than like sleek. You know what I'm saying? There's a contrast to the marketing you may see. We're kind of getting into the natural, but it hasn't been that for a long time. So it's a lot mentally we got to go up against. So when you think about what products you need or the lack of products you've been using to then go to something else to try to figure out how to care for it, what I will say here is you want to use products that are formulated for locks, not necessarily marketed to locks. I'm going to say that again. You want products that are formulated for locks, not marketed to locks. There are a lot of hair care companies that they were, when I, I worked for a big brand, I was a platform educator for a large brand. If you've been rocking with me for a long time, you know who that was. And I can tell you that behind the scenes, they don't care. It is dollars and numbers. So let's just say, 
the company sells relaxers, right? They sell relaxers, but oh man, natural is the thing. Everyone wants to go natural. Nobody wants the relaxers. The company is not going to close because y'all don't want relaxers. They're going to slap a picture of an of a afro on the package, say it's for natural. Boom, here you go, right? They just switch the marketing. They don't change the product. You know what I mean? Like it's, it is not like they're going around doing market research, all right? They're just wanting to know what are the words I need to use to get these people to buy this product, okay? So when you see a product that has locks on it, that has palm trees on it, that has coconuts on it, they got little avocados on it, don't be fooled, all right? Y'all, we, I will say y'all, we, have to read the labels. We got to know what's in the things that are being sold to us so we know what's going in our hair, which essentially is going in our bodies. Yes? So in the comments, those of you that are here, what are the biggest products? What's one product that you would tell people to avoid? Put that in the comments. One product you would help people to avoid in their lock journey. For me, because again, I'm telling you to choose products that are formulated for locks, not just marketed to locks. What that looks like, when you flip that bottle over, when you're reading that ingredient list, you're looking for, excuse me, you're looking for products that don't have honey in it. They don't have beeswax in it or really any type of wax. They don't have coconut oil in them. They don't have castor oil or an abundance of it. It's like not the first ingredient. Um, because when you're reading that ingredient list, they're in order from like most concentration to least concentration. So having castor oil up at the top, we don't, we don't need all that. You want to stay away from butters and real creamy things. Creamy, um, what do you call those things that you put in your hair? The little leave-ins, balms, uh, co-washes, none of that. And I would say the number one thing that I would highly encourage you to stay away from in the beginning is tight hold anything, tight hold gels, tight hold whatever the heck, because they'll throw some tight hold in it real quick. And this is what upsets me about it, because the tight hold is put there because the marketing up until you getting to the store, up until you getting to that cart to get that product, everything before that has been so that you believe your hair, your roots being un, uh, loose, your roots being untamed, your roots being frizzy is a bad thing. It is not acceptable. It is not professional. So they give you all of that before so that when you get to the bottle, you get to the store, you're like, oh, I need it to be tight hold. I need my hair to not come apart. I need it to stay in. I need it to just be, like we said, sleek and just one dimensional. That is why they do that. Okay. You look, so those are things you should avoid in the comments. They got you. Okay. You see, you see those, those are things you want to avoid. All right, we're going we to follow up on the Q&A with some of these things, but 
avoid honey, beeswax, coconut oil, butters, tight hold anything, okay? Look for brands like Crown Elements, okay? Because that is why, that's why we exist, that's why we're here. But we also have companies like Dr. Locks, made, um, what, what, is, what is the slogan? Made for clients by a loctician. We have locks. It's totally different types of, type of hair. All right, so I'm going to hop off that one. But you do need products. Just make sure it's products for your hair, the state that it's going to be in. The third thing I would say, this is the third tip, right, or question that people have when they're thinking about starting locks. How many of you all are in corporate setting or a consulting setting or a, what I want to say, a people-facing setting. Press a six. If you have like a corporate job, people-facing job, um, maybe like retail, things like that, we have to interact with other humans. And press a seven. If you're doing your own thing, maybe entrepreneurship, um, maybe you are direct to other businesses or you are, um, you know, creative, creative space. All right. Why I kind of run ask that question is because I find that a lot of people who are client facing or have a corporate job or a job that does have requirements for your aesthetic, they believe that um, they can't have locks. Like locks are unprofessional, and it that also hurts me, right? Because we. In the year 2023, the good year 2023, are still seeing the pushes from the Crown Act 2020. I want to say it was 2020. Is it 2020? Pretty sure the Crown Act was 2020. But that is legislation, like literally legislation that's going state by state by state to have laws implemented to allow people to not be discriminated on based on their hair. Isn't that wild? I think that that is wild to me. At the same time, it makes sense why people would have these fears. Locks are unprofessional, so I can't have them. To you, I say, and this is something that I took to heart when I received it, and I feel like it has open more doors for me than closed. Um, many, many, many summers ago, I was at a women's empowerment conference and a woman who was a salon owner here in the DMV area, um, Angela of In Natural Hair Studio, she took the stage and she had at the time these big freeform locks. They were so beautiful. And she said, my hair, protects me from places I'm not meant to be. And it hit me with like a ton of bricks. If the way I choose to wear my hair, I'm going to say it again, the way I choose to wear my hair offends you or doesn't allow me in the spaces that you have, I'm not supposed to be there. I'm not supposed to be there. So if changing your hair gives you a different perception of me, of my, my value, my skill set, my knowledge, something that's intangible. It's not anything wrong with me. And so I say that to encourage you to adopt 
a similar philosophy. Maybe it's not that in totality, but understand that you have a choice. Your hair is your hair. The way you choose to wear it does not take away from who you are, what you have to offer from the world. If anything, it amplifies it and allows you to take up more space, which you deserve to do. Okay, so are locks professional? Absolutely. Do you have to have them retwisted all the time? No. Do not be fooled by the marketing propaganda that would tell you that, oh, just because your hair is, your roots are free, that it's a problem. Okay. And this is coming from the woman who walked up in corporate America with purple locks. Who gonna check me? Okay. And I will tell you, majority of the people who was trying to check me were my people. All the other people was like, oh, that's so cute. I love purple. I know my grandmother has blue on her hair. And I'm like, right? It's cute. So don't, you don't got to take their baggage. Okay. All right. We're almost done here. Um, styling locks, right? Get into the, get into the good stuff because th those are the heavy things, the mindset things that we kind of got to shift. Now the fun stuff, like, okay, now you're wanting to start locks, but one of the things you may be afraid of or worried about is how do I style them? What do I do to my hair? How's my hair going to look once I start them? And to that, this is probably also another heavy thing. And I'm, I'm sorry, but hey, it's something that we got to go against when we're starting this lock journey, right? Can we normalize short hair being beautiful? Can we make it okay for a woman to be in her radiance and beauty and elegance and not have hair that's touching her butt from somebody else? Or she doesn't even have to have locks that are down her back. You can have short, little short worms that we all have in the beginning. You can have those and it's cute and it's fine. It's, it's an opportunity for you to mesh with your confidence. For me, back when I was starting my locks and they were like really short and really small, of course, I was wearing hair wraps. My family was telling me I looked crazy, that I was a nappy head. Why would I do that to my hair? Um, I was second guessing myself. I was self-conscious about it. I didn't have confidence wearing my hair out. But being in community with y'all, seeing other women that had locks that are my length and just walking them and wearing them, it was like, maybe I can do that. Is this okay? Have y'all seen that? It's like a meme or it's a video of a woman crying literally in tears because she just started her lock journey and she was saying like, oh, no one, why didn't y'all tell me? Why did y'all tell me um, this was supposed to happen? Why did y'all tell me I was going to look like this? I look horrible. My hair is so short. And it's just like, sis, she was so beautiful. She is so beautiful. But we have, especially in this country, connected or equated beauty with length of hair. And that, I believe, couldn't be further from the truth. You can have really short locks. You can have shorter length locks. You can have locks down your back. Like Your length does not dictate how beautiful you are, nor does how they are styled, okay? So I get if it's a comfortability thing. You just, okay, I just like to style it all off my face. Okay. But I just want you to understand that starting locks, it's deeper than just having locks, or it can be deeper than just having locks. You have the opportunity 
to see yourself with short hair, to see yourself with your hair not combed, not brushed, not fried, not dyed, not laid to the side. Like that is an opportunity that for so long, particularly in this country, we have not, we've been told we couldn't do that. That's not okay. Now you have, you can take that opportunity. You can seize that opportunity, if you will, and get to see yourself in that light. Okay, so you think about styling your starter locks. Yes, it can be done. However, I would not recommend it. Um, one is going to impact how the hair locks and how consistent your locks look. Like people often comment for me, like how consistent and like I don't have a lot of bumps, indentations, and things in my locks because I didn't do a lot of styling. Hardly ever. I didn't think I styled my hair until maybe year three. It's, it feels, as they say, awkward, or you get this, it's an awkward stage because it's too short to really style, but also, you know, you don't have, um, you have enough length to just wear it out. And as it's worn out, it's expanding and budding and doing all the things locks do. And so it feels awkward, but it's okay. Things that are worth having are uncomfortable and they take time, you know, cliche, but it's true. All right. So embrace your locks. You don't have to style them all the time. But if you choose to style them, you want to do things that are not going to um, mess up the locking process, like um, pin curls. OK, um, things that don't compress the hair. All right. You want to stay away from like twist um, when you first start your lock journey. OK. And last but not least, I'm sure this is probably what you've been waiting for the whole time. So forgive me but I wanted to make sure we kind of cover all the bases. What do you do after you start them, right? Um, who here styled their locks? Put that in the comments. If you styled your starter locks, uh, press the eight. If you didn't style, press the nine. Um, but like start, once you start them, quick regimen, quick and dirty, right? Because um, again, I just want to make sure you have what you need to just go ahead and get started. Just go ahead and start your, lock, start your locks. When you're starting your locks, you can expect to shampoo them every two weeks. Yes, even when you first start, shampoo every two weeks. And then you also want to dry them after you shampoo, okay? So y'all know how I feel about air drying. Now, we ain't doing all that. But you just make sure you shampoo every two weeks, dry them to like 30 minutes under the dryer, Okay. And then if you start with retwisting, like you want like traditional size locks, you don't really sweat in your scalp a lot. Um, you want your locks to have more um, volume to them. Maybe you're probably going to retwist them. And retwisting happens every three to four weeks. Four weeks is ideal. Three weeks if you can't really hold out. Okay. Every three to four weeks, you're getting a retwist. And if you choose to interlock, meaning you want maybe micro locks or you prefer your locks to stay neater at the root. Or maybe you sweat or you're really active, you like to swim, you like to exercise, maybe you're choosing to interlock. And so interlocking is recommended every like six to 10 weeks, um, but no sooner than that. No, no sooner than six weeks because you want to give your hair enough time to grow so that you don't end up with um, any type of hair loss. That's a whole nother video, but about six, six to 10 weeks is the range for interlocking. And then when it comes to crochet, because that's another really popular um, 
grooming method right now for locks. Um, crocheting is not interlocking. Uh, interlocking uses an interlocking tool, whereas crochet uses a micro crochet hook. Okay, we're not using latch hooks for interlocking for all of, all of you out there. Uh, with the crochet method, you're looking to get your um, locks crocheted again or tightened back again every six to like 12 weeks um, because you can use that for your maintenance, okay? And what I will say there is that whatever method you choose to groom them, my recommendation is to make sure it just aligns with your lifestyle. I try to kind of go over that. If you're retwisting, you want more volume, you're okay with it being full at the roots or not really staying together in the beginning. It will eventually, but in the beginning, retwisting kind of tends to be kind of, you know, it's kind of wayward a little bit. And then that interlocking is, again, we just want to keep everything compact, really neat. Um, so don't try to get no thick locks with interlocking. It ain't going to happen, all right? So it's more so for the micro locks. And then crochet is kind of like the in-between stage. It's going to um, give you that fullness, but also still let your roots have some volume. But it's not something that you want to do all the time. That's why you kind of go about 12 weeks or so. These are, again, general recommendations. But I wanted to be able to give you some guidance. If you're thinking about starting your locks, you're wondering, you know, do you need a loctician? What products you should use? Will they be professional or accepted? Um, should I style them? And like, how often should I get them maintained? Those are the, the basic questions that really will get you started and hopefully allow you to feel more confident in your journey. And if this video was shared to you, whoever shared you, they love you. All right, and they they want you to come on over and join us because it's beautiful here. <laughs> um, let me know in the comments if this was helpful. Please, I hope you are also sharing advice that you would have for somebody considering starting locks in the comments. I see some things coming on, but if you weren't if you weren't here with me live, definitely keep sharing. Okay, let this comment section, let this video be a source of inspiration uh, within the lock community or those thinking about joining the lock community. And if you're looking for products, again, check us out at Crown Elements. Um, if you need help with becoming your own loctician, the Digital Loctician Academy um, is also linked in the description. And as always, I wish you peace, love, and goodbye. I will see you again next Thursday, 8 p.m. We do our lives together. All right. If you're not part of the Lock Goals Club, make sure you join us. All right, so we can stay connected, we can have our rendezvous off of social media. All right. So